Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Joe Burrow, a full participant at Bengals practice today. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It's Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. You know, I keep being surprised and I'm extremely stunned by how the Bengals are handling this with Joe Burrow. I understand that they were 0-2, staring down the barrel of 0-3, even though he's compromised with a calf injury, Perloff. They felt like they had to put him out there. And I do understand that sort of pull in the organization and for the quarterback himself is probably saying, I need to be out there because we don't want the season to go off the rails. But you're telling me that Joe Burrow has a calf injury. I don't know why he's full participant of practice when his offensive coordinator said yesterday to The Athletic, yep. admitted this is something we're going to have to manage. He's definitely not 100%. I'm paraphrasing now. And we're just going to have to deal with this for the foreseeable future. Like, who could win a Super Bowl? Who can realistically win a Super Bowl? Not when you get injured at maybe at the end of the year, like Patrick Mahomes was last year, hurt in the playoffs and still goes on to win the Super Bowl. You start the year with a calf strain, you're telling me he's making it all the way through the season? Uh, it's impossible. Uh, how long have we been doing the show? A year and three quarters. Yeah. We're about to move to morning, 6 to 10 a.m. What is the cardinal rule of the Maggie and Perloff show? Don't bet on the Falcons. What's the other cardinal rule? Don't bet against Joe Burrow. Why are you betting against Joe Burrow? Why do you not believe in this man who came back from an ACL tear and everyone said, oh, he's going to take forever to figure this out and just tore up the NFL? He has always defied expectations. Don't bet against him because up here is what distinguishes Joe Burrow, not his calf. I mean, if you can't see on the radio, it's pointing to my brain. <laughs> yeah, nice. Joe Burrow nice is audio. a gamer and a competitor, and he okay. finds a way to win, and yes. I don't understand it. That is all those good things that we say about Joe Burrow, but this is just the human body. And it's, first of all, like basically not built to withstand a full football season anyway, and it's almost a half miracle when guys even make it through a full season, and they're somewhat healthy by the end. To start this thing and to think that it's not going to either progress to something else, it doesn't magically get better when you keep playing on it. But time will make it better. But he, he's but he, he it's not time where he's like sitting out and just rehabbing. He's full participant at practice. He's playing every week. He's had no time to recover. Okay, I I don't know the progression of a calf injury. It does scare me because Aaron Rodgers had a calf injury that led to a torn Achilles or probably led to a torn Achilles. But I do think. Listen, I just saw Patrick Mahomes. Right before half, Eagles bang, uh, Eagles Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I was 75 yards away. I'd walked down to the field. And Patrick Mahomes is limping everywhere. Yeah. Eagles are up 24-14. I am 
automatically look at my phone and say, can I make it to Philly for the parade? <laughs> Dude was limping everywhere. <laughs> they did something. They okay. wrapped his ankle. They shot him up. And he tore the Eagles in half in the second half on one leg. So you're telling me Joe Burrow can't put this together? Well, to defend Mahomes, he claims that he didn't shoot it up. But here's the thing. That's to get you through the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, right? right. First of all, you get two weeks in between AFC Championship and Super Bowl. And that was for season-defining, legacy-defining, whatever moments. This is week three, week four, week two, whatever. He sat out for six weeks when he straightened the calf in training camp, and he came back in two week two against the Ravens. He heard it again. This is going to be something that's going to happen all season long. And here's the other thing. They're going to have to manage this like yeah. all year. He was a statue playing against the Rams. The Rams probably should have won that game on Monday night. You maybe have, do you want to say th- three, two to three of the best defenses in the NFL are in your own division? The Cleveland Wait. Browns are not messing around on defense. I don't okay. know offensively with Nick Chubb hurt. He's all torn ACL. He's out for the season. Deshaun Watson looked better last week. Maybe he continues to progress. I'm not going to vouch for the offensive side with Cleveland, but everyone can see what's going on with their defense. This thing is amazing. The Ravens are yeah. always a good defensive team, and the Steelers are always a good defensive team. It's he, he. He's just. He's. This is the biggest obstacle he's he's facing, and I know he tore the ACL. This is bigger because he's going to try to play through it. I don't know. I don't do not know. Every injury is different. Listen, maybe it's just a nagging injury. Unless you unless you're really afraid it's gonna to lead to a torn Achilles or a season ending injury. If it's pain management, then go for it, right? Oof. Uh if it's pain man, there's nothing to worry about. Listen, okay. They start out slow, but they start off slow last year. They're one and two. They have Tennessee coming up and then they go to Arizona. They should win both those games. Could they win one with a backup? Their backup stinks. But well, that's their fault. But though. I don't know why. Why not play? He can rehab during the week. Rehab five days a week, 24 hours a day, like Russell Wilson did (laughs) that time he hurt his finger. Yeah, doing calisthenics on the plane. Yeah, no, no. Honestly, if you're a professional athlete and you can get five hours of PT a day, you can fix anything. I'm telling you, like, they have the best And then you go out and play on Sunday and then you re-injure it. Well, what's it going to So you think that if he sits for six weeks, he'll be better? No, I'm just saying that— Or sit the whole season? What do you want? I don't see how he's going to make it. Like— it's one thing, again, you get hurt late in the year, pain management thing, you're going for the Super Bowl, you push through it. This is week two he got hurt. We're not even to October yet, although soon. We're not, this is like, to, so, to, to have to deal with that all year long, and he, let's, but I let's call it what it is. Better. The mobility is very compromised. You watch that game on Monday night. But he'll, I agree with that, but he'll just get better and better and better. He'll just rehab it, and he'll blood spin or whatever. I don't even know what they do these days. They yeah. have really good doctors. Hy- hyperbaric chamber, maybe? Yeah, he's definitely going to, you know, ice baths, old school. Uh, I think it'll just get better and better. We could be at week 14 and be like, oh, remember when Joe Burrow was limping around early in the season? It looks good now. Joe Burrow seems like a guy who defies all logic. So I have a lot of faith that he's going to figure this out. I do not bet against Joe Burrow, even this year. And I know the division is tough. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. By the way, have you started it? You called this, and I give you credit, a long time ago, that Devontae Adams, Las Vegas Raiders receiver, was going to want to trade. No, I not just called it. I've put a specific date and time. uh, And you said to the Jets, right? Uh, I didn't say to the Jets. I think that was someone else. I said it's going to be before the Monday night game against the Patriots. What week is that, Stu? 
That is next week, the eighth oh. or ninth, whatever the Monday is. Fantastic. So you know, set your calendars. We we're talking about a doomsday clock before countdown. Devonte Adams will ask for a trade before the Monday night game to the Patriots, and I said Lisa Salters is going to be the one who's going to give <laughs> us the update. So there's a lot. There's a lot of smoke that the there are three AFC North teams that are looking at Devonte Adams. That the the Ravens want in. That the Steelers want in, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, and what's the other team? And the Browns want in. Uh, so that I where's think, uh, this coming from? Whose side? This is coming from Adam's side. Uh, I don't know. I, I Adam's watched, agent. I watched a a nine minute segment on ESPN <laughs> this morning. I don't know But which AFC? And they were stating as if everyone knew. Of course, he's going to AFC North. But I do think it's interesting. That is such a competitive division that someone's going to bring. My only point was someone's going to bring in firepower and make it even more competitive. So I think Joe Burrow has to play if they have any chance this year, and I think he knows that. Wait, now you got me on Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. First of all, Cleveland. Cleveland needs a playmaker. Pittsburgh desperately needs a playmaker. I know George Pickens is awesome, and you know why not in Baltimore? Okay, a couple things. I Jimmy Garoppolo's out of concussion protocol. Yes, he was at practice today. Okay, so. Jimmy Garoppolo, who played the whole game, then ends up in concussion protocol. Boy, somewhere Chris Nowinski, our friend, is just shaking his head. But anyway, um, how would you feel about that? Our Eddie? resident Raider fan, de- trading Devontae Adams to another AFC team, to AFC North. That's fine. Uh, get, yeah. get the more bidders in there, get more picks, and make the trade. I mean, they're not going anywhere with them. What's the point of having them? None of those picks are going to be good, though. They're not going to be high picks. Yeah, but if you get a first and Ooh, the I, third. I, I would flirt with Cleveland. I mean, that's a that's a franchise that you can uh, end up with true. a top five pick in two years. <laughs> that's true. You never know where they're going. Don't touch Pittsburgh or Mike Tomlin. <laughs> yeah, He's I was going to say, they're always like middle of the pack. Yeah, don't, there's no reason to trade to Baltimore or, or Pittsburgh, but... Yeah, Cleveland is your move. By the way, how about Dallas. They could use a big target uh, to go with CeeDee Lamb. Actually, he's too much like CeeDee Lamb. But uh, I, I think there are a lot of homes for him. And I agree with you. I like your timing. I don't know if it's going to be Lisa Salters. It and, might be. I mean, I know Schefter has got such a monopoly on all this stuff. But I yeah. really, I think this one could go to Lisa. I'm feeling that for her. Break, break a big story. There's also this this thing about the Raiders. Like, it makes too much sense for them to trade Devontae Adams. This is why I wonder if it will actually happen. Yeah, they're not Stu, doing you know it. what I mean? They'll give him a 10-year extension probably. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Hunter Renfro. It's like, let's extend you and then never, ever Three throw targets the, ball. the whole year. It's you know, you might want to throw to Hunter Renfro on third down yeah. once or twice. I mean, the dude catches everything. Whatever. No, he's in witness protection. He's out there just running around aimlessly. The good, announcers, every cardio. game, I've watched a few Raiders games. Every game, they're like, you know, Hunter Renfro hasn't gotten a target yet. I'm like, yeah, I know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Chargers this weekend. You know, that game's going to be wild. That dude. game's going to be weird. Yeah. There's going to be a critical Brandon Staley fourth down call that I can't wait to make fun of. <laughs> there could be Josh McDaniels being down by eight, saying that he's got to kick the field goal because he's down two scores. Uh, I, mean, I mean, we never even real. There was so much going on. We never really got to that. How does he go to the podium and say, I'm down by eight? We kicked the field goal because we're down two scores. What Does he not know how math works? He doesn't know math. That That's the only explanation. I, I was on my phone trying to make sure the score was right on the TV. Yeah, that's right. how I was confused I was. I was like, why Why are we kicking it? And he did it twice. He did it the first time. They got the leverage penalty. And then he did it again when they were inside the five. Yeah, like that's when he's re- he really must be done. I he don't got know. bailed out by the refs. And then he still did and it again. And he did it again. Yeah. That's better than going for it for fourth and one at your own 29-yard line with a minute left if you're Brandon Staley. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm Staley's sorry. got some Josh high McDaniel's got issues, but if he can out Brandon Staley, if he can outcharge your Brandon Staley, that's an amazing accomplishment. <laughs> this could be a great game. Remember that Week 18 game where they're playing to get in the playoffs? 
That was the craziest game I ever saw. That was nuts, yeah. That but. still is so surreal. It's like you had the tie. It was like it was almost like when you lock eyes with somebody, maybe even like a stranger, and it's like, all right, we both know what's going to happen right now or something like that. And it, all of a sudden, Brandon Staley just called a timeout and messed it up. And then Rich Passaccia is like, now I got to kick the field goal and beat you. <laughs> By the way, one more thing on the Chargers. Justin Herbert is taking, I don't know how, taking his game to a whole new level. I'd rather be I'd rather be a Raiders fan because you know you're starting from ground zero next year. They are stuck with the maybe the third best quarterback in the whole NFL and no chance of winning in in Charger land. I, I do not know what's going to happen. How can you have such a good quarterback and not be a good team because your coach makes mistakes? I mean, isn't this just like the Chargers experience? <laughs> I mean, Philip Rivers could be a Hall of Famer. They never won anything. Although it usually felt like it was kind of Rivers throwing picks and stuff at the end. Well, it felt like Belichick sort of blocked him from winning yeah. anything in the playoffs. So that's it, excuse at least. I don't know what's... Justin Herbert looks amazing. I had a... By the way, I'm sorry, I'm throwing topics out left to right here. That class with Justin Herbert, Tua, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and Jordan Love. Oh, ho, ho. I mean, you could have you could have four <laughs> Hall of Famers there easily. I mean, uh, Burrow, Herbert, Tua, Jalen Hurts have all been, I mean, assuming Tua progresses here, yeah. all been in the MVP conversation. Jordan Love, that is an incredible class. And we never Jordan thought they Love were Jordan Love is completing 53% of his passes. To say Hall of Fame, He's I think a Packer like, quarterback. is a little much. <laughs> Well, I mean, you got to admit, Tua, Herbert, and Joe Burrow, that actually is looking pretty good right now, that right is. today. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, okay, mention that we will get to the Cowboys in a minute. This will also be, coming up next, the last advice duck for the afternoon show. Perloff and I are going to be moving to mornings starting on Monday, October 2nd, right here on all these CBS Sports Radio stations. 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time. So are we morning people? We're about to find out. Um, <laughs> and, uh, of course, right here, if you want to watch the show, YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Same Odyssey app. Same uh, Sirius XM channel 158. Nothing really changes except we move time slots. And also, of course, we're saying goodbye to Samter and Stu, which is incredibly, incredibly sad. And But we're not saying, like, goodbye forever. Let's say goodbye. You. We'll see you Monday. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> <laughs> You'll see me. No, you won't. No, Sandra doesn't early. get in that early. <laughs> I'm going to be here at 255. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Zach will really appreciate that. You're up with a baby, though, Mike. We might just yes. call you just to test you early in the morning. Yep. I'll definitely be up. <laughs> we could call you in commercial breaks. Be like, what do we do now? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. I think you have a restaurant overestimate me. You can call me whatever time. I'll be up. Ask me, what do we do now? I have no clue. I have no idea what comes next. You just pick up the phone and just hear you breathing. We're like, uh, all right, we'll do Cowboys. Um, we do have some Jerry sound and advice ducking. All happens next. Don't move. Maggie Perloff and you on CBS Sports Radio. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app, get in the zone, AutoZone, free AutoZone fix finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone, restrictions apply. Feels like the sort of uh, passing the torch here. The advice duck is about to make their final appearance in an afternoon for the Maggie and Perloff show. But of course, the advice duck, ducks are up all day. Yeah. You know, there's no problem. Ducks are mourning people too. So <laughs> I think you're going to be fine. Thank thank goodness. Because yeah. if they were like nocturnal or something, we really would have had a... Well, the thing about a duck is they look calm on the surface, right. but below they're working really hard, just like the advice duck. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's all calm waters, but I'm freaking out. No. Uh, <laughs> Last chance to get your advice duck questions in using the hashtag advice duck. YouTube.com slash CBS sports radio is where you can watch me dressed up as a duck. Uh, okay. First one comes from this one from, Oh, Perloff, your neck of the woods, Philadelphia. This comes from Hannah in Philadelphia. Can an alligator be considered an emotional support animal? Mm. This is coming from Philly. This yes. is coming from Philly because last night, some Yahoo tried to bring an alligator to the Phillies game, claiming it was an emotional support animal. Yeah. This person was immediately not escorted from the premises, but they were not allowed to come into Citizens Bank Park. Thank goodness. Here's a question. Who gets more calm when they see an alligator? I have no idea. Your emotional support can't be disrupting other people's emotions at the same time. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, listen, it's really hard for you to understand what's going on in Philadelphia right now. I know. The oh, Phillies are okay. preparing for postseason baseball, <laughs> yeah. which is something you're not as a Mets fan. No, I understand. So sometimes How postseason... How get to the Mets? Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm already wearing a duck no, suit. Postseason baseball puts a lot of pressure on people, so they need their emotional support animals. <laughs> yes. Now, this dude had an alligator. Listen, have you guys ever read the, book, the kid's book, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile? It was a movie last year. It was a big hit movie. I think this is, uh, you know, I think you... Are underestimating the ability of deadly animals to be comforting some people. <laughs> Pitbulls can kill people, or they can be super nice. Okay, I'm so you watching. Have no idea. I'm watching like photographs here of this guy of this alligator giving out hugs last night. See, I think this is wrong for the people who really do need emotional support animals because it's like clearly your alligator is not an emotional support animal. Your peacock that you tried to yeah. bring on a plane, remember that story a couple of years ago, is not your emotional support animal. Can't snuggle an alligator or peacock. I don't know if you have to snuggle your sport animal, but 
it's kind of making fun and poking fun at people who really do get a huge benefit from having their like dogs and cats. With you them. mean the 87% of people with emotional support animals <laughs> who lie to get the dog on the plane? Well, those Maybe, people, and that is a conservative estimate. It might be 97% of people. I'm not and talking about And I know about, about 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Everybody's You're helping like, them fill out the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Everyone who gets it, uh, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. No, I think people really do need emotional support animals, but not alligators. That's obviously a uh, it's supposed to be a joke. Oh, yeah. That's a joke. Yeah. Uh, that was, I think it's, actually, I don't know. I, I bet you an alligator could be a pet for sure. I mean, a lot of dangerous animals can be pets. This I told guy you about the guy in Hershey, who put Pennsylvania. It, I told you about the guy I met when I was on vacation this summer who put an alligator in his pond in Texas to kill the copperheads. And, and then I, what happened? Well, I mean, he had a real problem. Deadly snakes were coming into the house. Yeah. He ate all, the alligator ate all the copperheads. When it came too big, he goes, yeah, they came to my house and took him away because then he became dangerous. Because little alligators are not scary to people. Big alligator. Uh, that alligator. They should <laughs> What? I think that th- alligator this alligator last looks night, like it's about five feet long. That alligator last night in Philadelphia was not going to eat a person. I mean, maybe a little kid. <laughs> yeah. He might not eat a person. <laughs> yeah, take a, a chomp out of one. But even if you, yeah, t- take a chomp. I, I don't care how big an alligator is. I see an alligator on the street. I'm running. Yeah, exactly. Also, it's like, what are you going to be eating ice cream out of like a, a, a helmet? And then here comes an alligator to come sniffing around. Yeah, it's kind of cute if like a, if a puppy like leans over and licks your ice cream cone. If an alligator comes over and starts nibbling on your ice cream cone out of a helmet, you're, yeah, you're, you're, not, dead. you're not happy. You guys make fun of me for being sort of not an outdoorsman. I kayaked with an alligator less than a year ago in the Everglades. I know. And, and you won't stop talking about it. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, like... Like, listen, I think I'm a lot braver than you guys. And by the way, I asked about that. I've encountered a bear in the wilderness. You guys are city folk compared okay. to me. Perloff <laughs> sends me updates about sharks being sighted yeah, off the coast that's of because New I'm York. on... Yes, because I dabble in the... Like, I'm an outdoorsman. I want to know where the predators are. Yeah, but you're not like even I'm, at the beach. You're not even at that beach where the shark is. You just happen to know that there was a shark at the beach. Well, that's part of the process. <laughs> uh... <laughs> There was a shark at Rockaway Beach. There was a, a woman got bit. <laughs> yeah, she got and, bit. And that's, the beach, that's our local beach. We go like 20 times a year. So I wasn't there the day the shark bit her, but I should know about this thing, right? I don't understand. I am basically the Davy Crockett of this show. I am the frontiersman. <laughs> what are you laughing yeah, at? Yeah, Perloff's out there I kayaked with alligators. I confronted a brown bear, which when I get older will be a grizzly bear in my story. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a polar bear, actually. I feel like we've gotten two good quotes out of this, out of today's show. College football coaches are born liars, and I'm the Davy Crockett <laughs> of this show. Hey, don't remember earlier when Jim Lampley, Hall of Fame broadcaster, said walking down the Vegas Strip was like being yeah. on an acid yeah. trip. Trust him. I feel like we're going like, to hear what? that again at some point during the show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, I probably shouldn't have given that away. By the way. And shot of the days, but no. When um, you're walking, in, say you're visiting Florida for vacation and you walk by a sign that says, beware of alligators. Do you yeah. get nervous? I just get go to the airport and fly home. Oh, um, come on. Alligators a- are not. I'm scared of everything. And alligators are not scary. They leave people alone. Here's one from our pal Nick in Texas, of course, who has done so much for this show uh, when we started um, running the Perloffs Facebook page, the March Madness uh tournament, all that stuff, and uh, we're so grateful. Uh, His question, when housing a sick family member, do you set visiting hours for family? When housing a sick family member, do you set visiting hours for family? I think you can have visiting hours for family, right? Is it a little, like, uh, unspoken? Because you can't be, like, after dinner 
And then after coffee or whatever, and then, all right, everyone's kind of got to be getting to bed. Uh, I have not been in that not position, this, but, but it makes sense. Uh, why do like a hospital? Uh, he would, he said, is there often a situation where you would, um, where family members would get upset with you if you limit the out. time? Yeah. yeah, baby. I don't know. Oh, that's a, that's a tough situation. I think that you probably have to do the gentle, uh, yeah, like the big yawn. Subtle <laughs> like, hints. Man, I was up early this morning. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Okay, did we have another one, Samter? For the advice talk? Yes. Did you have anything or no? Yeah, I mean, I was just very curious about um, waking up in the mornings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, as far as waking just pulling up. pulling that at, off the top out of thin air. Th- three o'clock in the morning. How many cups of coffee do you have to drink in a day <laughs> to survive those hours? Ask us next week. Uh, we're starting Monday doing mornings. Well, I feel like the advice duck should be able to give you guys advice about what you should be doing. Advice duck is wise beyond her years. The answer is how many cups of coffee do you need a day if you're about to move to mornings on CBS Sports Radio? The answer is 50,000. You need 50,000 cups of coffee. Interesting. Well, with the speed that our coffee machines make coffee, you'll be here until you're 90. Yes, I I plan on buying some Starbucks stock and then buying 50,000 cups of coffee a day. What do you think? I... I'm not as as long as I can get up, I'm fine. I'm I usually <laughs> you drink more coffee than all of us. Yeah, I mean, I drink I drink coffee to do a 3 p.m. show. <laughs> I uh, I find myself more alert in the morning, a little bit. Do you do you guys are you guys like that? So your issue isn't about how alert you'll be once you're up; it's about actually getting, getting up. up. Absolutely, yeah. and also this. I think Maggie's waking up probably two and a half hours earlier than me. <laughs> so so I, I will say this. Uh, Advice Samter has yeah. advice for the advice duck. Yes, you've Moving done a into, morning show. Yes. So the key is to not only have your alarm on your phone, which is probably right next to you. Yeah. You have to put an alarm or an alarm clock across the room. So Jeez. if you accidentally hit snooze, yes, your spouse might be pissed. Or off if you have, like, auto, you know, you, there's a way you can hit snooze or you can just, like, right. turn the alarm off. So the only times I ever overslept for my morning show were when I accidentally rolled over and hit the button or in a sleep-deprived coma hit the snooze or off button and I just didn't get the alarm to go back up. So I put an alarm clock across the room for maybe 30 minutes after the original alarm clock is supposed to go off forces you get to get out of bed. And if it's not you getting out of bed, it's your spouse getting out of bed, and they're so pissed that they have to get out of bed, they wake your ass up, yeah. and then boom, you're good. And then yeah, That's the key. You can't just have one alarm days. on your phone right next to you. That is that is a mistake. That's pretty good. I got to be honest. Did you just say a sleep-deprived coma before? That Ooh. sounded a little ominous. Ooh. I'd rather miss the show completely than wake my wife up, because if my <laughs> wife is tired and grumpy, the whole house falls apart quickly. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather be, you know... So if you don't show up one situation. day, I'll just know it's for the best. Yeah, this idea, you sent me into a little bit of terror there. Across the room and wake up my wife. And kids, you know, like you, I live in a two-bedroom apartment. It's There's not a lot of room for multiple alarm clocks. Yeah. Uh, they're asking the chat. Robert Ray said, can we watch or listen to the show later in the day? Yes, you can. So it'll be archived on the YouTube page, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. You can rewatch the show. Maggie and Pearl podcast. Same thing, same feed. Wherever you get your podcast, just search us out, download, give us a five-star review if you want. Um, everything's the same. Just Pearl off and I now become zombies. That's all. So no, I'm gonna change. we're going to be fine. I'm just kidding. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I'm excited. I think we're going to do an awesome job. And I appreciate the fact that we get to take on this new challenge. 
So there we go. Speaking of new challenges, our boy Emmanuel Barbari, how about calling Yankee games on the radio last week? Yeah, how the Yankees doing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple of wins when I was in Pittsburgh. That's besides the point. <laughs> Wait, uh, yeah, what was the record of the games you called? Two and one. There you go. Won the series, lost the finale, but won the first two. Couldn't she, save him. Acting like right. I lost the finale. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> two how dare you, Emmanuel? <laughs> it's just weird because, like, my Phillies, like, we're playing for something now. So, like, the playoffs. Did I mention that I like the Phillies and I saw an alligator last year? <laughs> <laughs> or it might have been a crocodile. Anyway, uh, that's awesome, dude. I appreciate that. Very, very cool. Got to be feeling good about the Phillies. I, I really am, which makes me nervous because last year I felt terrible about them. They won 87 games. I'm like, there's no way this postseason is going anywhere. Right. I didn't even bother to talk trash because I thought it'd be over like that. And then I turned. by the time I was comfortable enough to talk trash, it was game six of the World Series and it was over. So I'm starting early this year, and I'm going to be – You are going to hate the MLB playoffs, Maggie, because as long as the Phillies are alive, I'm going to be as obnoxious a Phillies fan as you've ever seen. I'm going to bring my emotional support alligator <laughs> to the studio, and I'm going to be talking. I'm going to be wearing my you, Bryce Harper headband, and it's on. Yeah, man, what a great promo for the new show. Uh, you're going to be as annoying as possible about the Phillies. Come join us, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. This is what's going to happen. This guy, this guy who brought the alligator to the Phillies game, oh, yeah. he's going to he's trying to get this rally monkey, like. This is what I bet he's trying to do. He's trying to become like the rally alligator. I love it. I actually haven't thought of that. Well, they got to let him into the stadium for him to be the rally gator. (laughs) They're going to be selling merch and everyone's going to be wearing, like doing the gator chomp or something. Like the Nationals did the baby shark thing a couple years ago and won the World Series. Need some spark come postseason time. Maggie, I thought you were on the record. You liked live animal mascots. Well, not sitting next to me eating a hot dog, drinking a beer, watching a game. Oh. I've been on the field. So when you, br- by the way, even that sometimes I wonder is that super safe? Ralphie, who's getting a lot of attention this year, Ralphie looks like he's about to cut loose and go <laughs> up into the crowd himself. The Buffalo at Colorado game, yeah. and I've told you this: the Auburn Falcon is dangerously close to the fans. Anyway, uh, I think I like this idea: the Rally Gator. I think I'm going to steal that and put it out on social media, and we're going to start something here. That's going to be the rally. You're going to be so mad. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm fueling this fire of Philly's insanity. Is it bad enough that I got to watch Ozzy Albies last night? Uh, sorry, Robert Robert Acuna Jr. Pardon me, Acuna Jr. No. Last night has now had a 40 home run, 70 steal season. Now, listen, growing up Mets fan or whatever, it doesn't matter. You learn to hate the Braves. That's not even what this is about. This dude is so good. However, the rules are much different now. Like, you can only have so many pickoff attempts. So once the pitcher has two pickoff attempts, he's free to run. So I'm expecting now Albies, excuse me, I keep calling him Albies, Racuna Jr., to keep, he's got to steal 70 now minimum a year. I'm setting the bar now this high. Like, you do it once, I got to see this. This has got to be your average now. Who cares about him stealing bases? He puts what them about, in position to score runs, and they score you, tons of them. Why do you even your number your number seven hitter has thirty nine homers? Your number eight hitter has twenty four homers. Your number you have three guys. Or the I'm MVP looking at the race. right now. There's four guys with thirty seven home runs or more. Why are the Braves the twenty seven Yankees? I can't stand this team. I'm sorry. Well, They're a longtime rival. They're everyone's raised the bar though, yeah. like like Maggie. Yeah. And they expect 70 steals because people aren't even saying he's a lock for the MVP. Yeah, right. Everyone's saying, oh, it might be Mookie, Mookie Betts. Yeah. It, it might I be somebody else, which is crazy when somebody has a 40-70 season. Goes to show you 
people understand that the, the rule changes. Well, I think it's crazy that it. Matt Olson has 53 homers now and has not gotten more attention. I think because Acuna steals a lot of the spotlight from him. Right. But Matt Olson could be, why isn't he a huge story? I don't feel like he is a huge story and his numbers are insane. Yeah, pro- I, I don't know why because when Aaron Judge was hitting 53, it was like, break into a college football game. We got to count down well, to 62. 63. No, I know, but it was like once he got within 10, people started freaking out. Well, to, yeah. to your point, then maybe it's because Aaron Judge didn't have a 40-70 guy on his team. Yeah. If somebody did, right. they'd be a bigger deal than Judge. But you, They're cannibalizing themselves. Right. You're talking about Ozzy Albies. Yeah, on another Albies season, is Albies great, has too. MVP numbers. And a normal season, he'd be an MVP, too. It's ridiculous, this team. And I hope they lose, and they lose fast. Sorry. Um, Sorry, Atlanta <laughs> listeners. Here is, uh, well, you're not the only one salty about the Braves. Here was the Cubs play-by-play announcers last night on Marquee. They were not happy when Acuna stole his 70th base and he stopped, picked the base up out of the ground and held it over his head like he just won the World Series trophy. And we're really stopping the game. Okay, can, we get, can, we get the, can we get the base after the game? I mean, this is, this is pretty absurd. I mean, it, it's just a hell of an accomplishment. Totally, but you but, can't stop the game you, and run a highlight you know, montage. I mean, you actually can stop the game and do a highlight montage because it's a moment and we stop games all the time to honor things that happen in games. We just did it with LeBron. Granted, it's the all-time scoring record, but we just did it with LeBron. They did Ricky it with... Henderson did it when he broke Lou Brock's stolen base record. He took the base, he picked it up, yeah. and they stopped the game. I that know. was a bigger deal. That was huge. I that mean, was this is a This is pretty big deal. Not Ricky Henderson setting the all-time stolen base record. No, no, but it's not significantly far behind. It's worthy of it late in the season like this. I, I mean, listen, they stopped the game when Steph Curry broke the all-time three-point record. I mean, I, come I, on. That's bigger than 40-70. That, that's a big deal. You thought it was bad in bad taste that they stopped the game? No, that, no, I thought it was fine. I mean, who cares? <laughs> it was, I don't Luke think it, and Jim Deshays. Yeah, player. I don't think it's such, such a huge deal to stop the game. I just don't. I love Boog, too. He's so great on everything he does. I've met him before. He's a super nice guy. I don't think I'm surprised this, they were salty about it. Uh, yeah, I don't. Who cares? You could take an hour off from a baseball game. I don't think anyone would notice. But I think, I don't think this is a huge historical accomplishment for the very reason you said. I mean, stolen bases don't count anymore, and home run numbers. Who cares about those either? So, forty seventy is not what it once was. Uh, no, it's not. But I don't. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind acknowledging something. Like you can't do it all the time. But I don't. I don't mind a little acknowledgement about big, huge numbers. What do you think? Does that guarantee the MVP? I don't think so. He's winning the MVP. I do not understand why people think Mookie Betts is going to win this. Mookie's pretty got a lot of star power, Emmanuel. Yes. M- Mookie plays second base and the outfield. It's pretty amazing. So every opinion I've uh, heard on Mookie includes the fact that he gave the Dodgers flexibility on their team that Acuna didn't. Plus, oh his, plus his numbers are insane. Yeah, I know, but I mean, Acuna is the, the newer story. That's why I would. I'd say. go Acuna too, but that's the argument for bets, which seems like a reach. They're using defense as a big part of it because Acuna, the metrics, the new metrics for defense don't favor him. So you're saying because he moved to second base and played all over the right. Dodgers, 
snuck into the postseason. So what happens sometimes, Betts will play second, and they'll stack the outfield with lefty hitters, which allows the Dodgers to win more games. I'm just saying, like, so they're going to win 102s compared to 99? What's the <laughs> right. difference? The Dodgers, exactly. the Dodgers are insane. They get in the playoffs by 10 games every year. I don't care where Mookie's playing. That's not going to be the difference between them winning the division and not. You're right. Yeah. So I think it is a reach, especially when you have Acuna literally hitting 350 as well. It's not like Acuna's just stealing bases. Hey, is yeah. Well, who's winning the American League? Shohei, did Shohei do enough? Or yeah, he's going to he... be unanimous, I think. Okay. Because Corey Seager's his only competition. Oh, it's and a matter Seager of missed like a month. Otani missed a month, but Otani also pitched, and nobody else does Do that. you think that matters? I mean, it's going to be the offseason of Otani recruitment. If he wins his MVP, is he going to ask for that big money? I think so. Oh, definitely. He's going to ask for it, and his agent is out there giving, like, definitive timelines. Like, he's definitely be ready to hit by 2024 opening yeah. day. He'll be able to pitch by 2025. Like, you do not know this. You do not know. Find me a baseball player who never had a setback recovering from Tommy John. Yeah, but find, it's almost impossible. Find me a two-time MVP on the free agent market. I, there's one. I mean, it, he is interesting. <laughs> you have to admit. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. So that was the last advice duck for the afternoon show. Tear. <laughs> but we will be bringing the advice duck to mornings when we move to mornings on Monday, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. We have so much more to do after this CBS Sports Update. Here's Emmanuel. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.